Welcome to the Talks with Meg podcast, where we will talk about the Catholic faith and discuss how to live the most authentic life possible here on earth while striving for heaven. Join me bi-weekly as I dive into topics such as prayer, relationships, and those funny, humbling moments. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. Hey friends, welcome back to Talks with Meg. Here we are, episode five, and today we are going to be talking about envy, jealousy, and and comparison. Oh my, haha, see what I did there? (laughs) So today's episode was just kind of inspired through uh, different things that have come up in prayer, uh, conversations with friends, and just different things in life. So envy, jealousy, and comparison. We'll just kind of get started, um, kind of diving into what exactly all three of this kind of look like because I believe that they all kind of go hand in hand. Uh, I know there's probably a way in order to put them, but this is the order that I would put them is envy would probably come first. So envy is defined as like a feeling of resentment or longing that is kind of comes about when you see what other people have or their qualities they have or just the way that life goes for them. So an example would be like, I may be envious of my friends who are dating people because uh, that's something that they have or friends who have houses like that makes me a little envy, envious. Uh, and then I believe that jealousy kind of comes from envy. So like envy, I feel like you can kind of put that feeling to rest after prayer and just like renouncing it. Um, but jealousy, I feel like comes after you let envy kind of fester for a little bit. So jealousy is like a feeling, it's feeling or showing envy of someone of like their achievements and just different things. So jealousy and envy are kind of the same. They actually are exactly the same. (laughs) Um, But I feel like, like I said, envy kind of starts off little, then you take the next step to jealousy. And then I think comparison comes after that. And now these can kind of happen all at once. Um, So let's say... I guess like an example from my life would be um, people who are like my friends who are dating. Okay, so they're dating someone and then I get kind of envious that I'm not dating someone and then I get jealous of them because they ha- they get to do X, Y, and Z. Like they don't have to go to weddings alone. They don't have to show up awkwardly alone to dances and different things. So then that makes me a little jealous. And then I would start to compare myself to be like, well, I must not be holy enough or I must not be good enough, which is why I don't have what they have. Now, you could apply that to any point of your life. So say your friends are buying houses. You might be envious of that. And then for like me in my life, when people buy houses, I'm like, I get a little envious, but then I don't ever, it doesn't ever go on to jealousy because I do not want to own a house. So that one kind of, that kind of cuts off at envy. Um, It could even be jobs. Uh, If you're getting promotions, your friends are being promoted and you're not, or you're being looked over during your promotions. Like it can be really easy to fall into envy, jealousy, and then that comparison. Um, And I think that social media makes this even harder or easier for us to fall into because we get to see this just perfect life from people and that's all we're seeing are just these perfect little highlights and reels of people's lives that we don't see every part of. Um, Cause I do think social media like influencers. Now I don't think they're horrible. I don't think they're bad. Um, 
do I think they're maybe taken too far sometimes? Yes. Do I think that they should do a little better about showing like all parts of life or if they're Catholic, maybe showing some of the harder parts? Yes. But I also think that there needs to be some like boundaries there as well. So like not sharing too much because sometimes there's just things that don't need to be on social media. But I believe that's true with even some of the most joyful times of your life. Like not everything has to be shared on social media. And I think that social media has created this just discontent in our lives and in the world around us because we can have just this instant gratification and get everything we want. So like Amazon, I can order, have Prime and have something the next day. Um, And if something doesn't show up the next day, I get mad. And then in prayer, if God doesn't answer my prayer right away, I get upset because we're so used to just this instant gratification and instant likes and instant everything. Um, So anyway, that's like my little social media soapbox. But back to what we were talking about, Um, envy, jealousy, and comparison can just sometimes take a very like deep root in our lives. At least for me, it did when I was younger. Uh, I always compared myself to others, uh, just their journey in life compared to my journey in life. And it wasn't until a couple years ago that I realized that like my journey in life is going to be completely different from my friends' journeys. Like my story is being written by Jesus specifically for me And no one else is ever going to have a story like me, just like no one else is ever going to have a story like you. So then why do we allow ourselves to get so jealous and envious of other women to the point where we decide we don't like them, even though we don't even know them? Because I'm guilty of that, where I'll see someone on social media and I'm like, wow, they have like this perfect life. And I obviously am either not holy enough, I don't have enough gifts and the Lord has not blessed me enough to have what they have. So I'll never have what they have, if that makes any sense. Because <laughs> um, I think that we just throw ourselves into this comparison mode sometimes when our answers m- maybe aren't being answered right away or we don't see the answers and we don't see God working in our lives. We instantly go into a, well, I guess I'm not holy enough or God doesn't love me enough or she has everything that I want. And this is how she got it by praying that starting to pray a rosary, going to mass, going to adoration. So I'm going to do all these things and then God is going to give me what I desire. And I've fallen into that where I've done all those things and then he still didn't answer my prayer. And then I was back at square one scrolling on social media wondering, okay, what am I going to do next? So I think it's just so hard in our society and nobody really talks about it. Nobody talks about being envious or jealous of others because it's not a pretty thing to be. It's not a beautiful thing. It's not what a good Catholic woman should have part of her life. But then again, it is part of all of our lives. I mean, even my brothers get jealous of people. And even if it's in the littlest ways, And I think that's just something that we sweep under the rug because it's not pretty and it's not Instagram worthy or the Instagram aesthetic. Um, I'll be the first to admit, I get jealous of people on Instagram. Um, I try not to do that. I try to spend less time on there, but I find myself finding all these families and like couples and or just single Catholic women who are like living life really well and they have like a good blog and they have 
a podcast. They have, they do videos. They have, I don't know, followers and all this other stuff. And they get more than 30 likes on their Instagram posts. And I just don't get what I'm doing wrong. And then I just throw myself into this panic mode of, well, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe this isn't where God is calling me. But then after I go through panic mode, I am brought back to peace with, yes, Megan, this is like where I'm calling you. Like, I didn't ask you to do this podcast. I didn't ask you to do this Instagram page for the likes. I didn't ask you to do it for the 5,000 followers. I asked you just to do it for a small little corner of people. And quite honestly, when I start to get into jealousy in comparison when it comes to my Instagram page and my podcast and different things I try to do, I had to bring myself back to where I, why I started this. Because uh, in the beginning, honestly, I just decided to write a blog. And I didn't think anyone would really read it. And it turns out quite a few people did. And then when I started my Instagram page, and then when I started my podcast, like there are people listening to it, which is great. But quite honestly, if only one or two people would listen to it, that would be enough for me. And I know that sounds crazy from like a social media aspect and like the engagement and different things. But all it takes is one little seed for someone to start to realize like how much God loves them. All it takes is one person listening to what you have to say. And I think that's so important to realize too, just in our things in life and when we're like evangelizing or just going through different things. Like all it takes is one time, one little thing. And I have to bring myself back to that quite often because it is really easy um, to fall into comparison and jealousy on social media. Um, and I think too, in our lives, we can kind of find it too. Um, because in the past I have been envious and jealous of my friends, uh, cause every time another one of them would start dating someone, it was just like, Oh, okay, here we go again. Like I'm left out and whatever. And I'm not saying that to be like, Oh, poor Megan, but that's how I felt at the time. Now, looking back on that, I was like, I think I was crazy because God has given me so much just through this time of singleness and uh, this season. And I think one day I'll look back and be like, wow, you really spent the beginning years of that horribly. Um, so now I'm trying to live this season out the best I can. Because uh, I know one day that if he does call me to another season of marriage, uh, that I probably won't be able to do a lot of this stuff anymore. And that kind of makes me sad. But I also know that there's a time and a place for everything. Um, but yeah, I just think this needs to be talked about more and I have no idea if any of this makes sense, <laughs> but I guess to what I want to say is just know that social media isn't always real life. I struggled with this when I first started being more involved where you would see just the beautiful homes that people have, the beautiful decorations, you would see the cars, the adventures they go on, the constant videotaping of like their kids and of their lives which to me I still I don't know like I think there's a time and a place but I also I'm like are you some of these people that have these like fun reels they're really fun to watch but I'm just like do you like strap your phone to you 24 <laughs> 7 I don't know there's just some weird questions I have but just know that what you see on social media isn't always the full picture 
Um, and I think that the devil knows that and he likes to kind of twist our minds when we're on social media. Um, I do think social media is a good, can be good, um, if it's used in the right, like different or in the right, um, I cannot think of my words right now, but (laughs) I think that social media can be good when it's used like in the right context and in the right setting. Um, so I guess for me, some different ways that I helped fight jealousy and envy is through prayer. Um, I really like to pray the prayer of humility when I'm feeling especially just like, wow, I am like not good enough or starting to play that comparison game. And let me tell you, that really does humble you. So be ready. If you pray that it might make you feel a little worse for a while. (laughs) But then honestly, when it comes to jealousy and envy, like in my friends, because I will admit, sometimes I do get jealous of my friends. I have some amazing friends who are very talented. They can sing, they can play instruments, they can design stuff, they can paint, they can do all these things. And or some of them just their words just mean so much. And I'm like, wow, you have like such a gift. I wish I had that. <laughs> or like I was sharing with some friends um, last weekend. So shout out to Claire, Sarah, Sarah with an H and Sarah without an H. Kayla, Anna, Leslie, um, Joelle, and I think that's everyone that was there. (laughs) We were all painting together and we were doing, it was actually for Sarah with an H's bachelorette party. We were all painting together and um, it was one of those paint workshops where you like stain the board and then you have a stencil and then you dab the paint on, which is like perfect for me because your girl cannot paint. I tried. I tried arts and crafts. I tried the crafty thing. I tried the apple pencil thing. I tried to design my own t-shirts, which I did at one point. And they're really simple. And I think maybe a handful of people bought them, which is like kind of (laughs) cool. But I've tried since and nothing. Like, (laughs) I also have a hard time of staying like motivated through stuff. Um, But anyway, so back to my story, we were all painting there and my friend Claire is very talented. She has her own design um, Instagram page. She uses her Cricut. She makes t-shirts. She does all these cool things. And I just am like, wow. Like, it's so cool to see, like, her use her talents. Um, While I was sitting there like, I need a bigger stencil than this to try to do it. (laughs) Um, And it's just fun to kind of see how different my friends and I are and how we complement each other um, in those differences. And I think that's really helped me when it's come to like envy, comparison, and jealousy, where when I start to feel myself comparing myself to my friends, I like make myself take a step back and be like, okay, look at all the things God has given you and look at all the things that God has given her. And they are all good things. But just because you're maybe not as creative as she is, you don't have a boyfriend like she does, or you don't have the job like she does, doesn't mean that I love you any less. Just because I feel like I have no gifts and talents, this is a struggle. I'll talk about it maybe sometime. <laughs> like, doesn't mean that God loves me any less unlike, compared to my friend who can sing or just has a way with words or people just listen when she talks. Like, he doesn't love you any less because he didn't give you certain gifts. And I think that's important to know that, like, the Lord planned your life. 
down to every little detail, every little hair on your head, which is so crazy to like think about. But like, there is no coincidence in this life. I think St. John Paul II had a quote on that. I believe in one of his books I read about it. A book I read about him, not one of his books. Those are, those are way over my head still. But like God literally, every little thing in your life is because God willed it to be there and wanted it to be there. Now there is a talk to, I mean, there's an account for like our own things, like our sins and different stuff like that. Like we do have to sometimes have um, repercussions because of our own sins, but like God literally wills the good for us. Like everything is from him that is good is from him. And sometimes even maybe not the bad, but like some of the situations we go through, there's a reason we go through them. Uh, just like for me, there's a reason that sometimes I feel lost and don't really know what my gifts are. Um, I guess I feel like I have a bunch of different ones, but not any that are like specific that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like really good at this. Um, because I really can't sing. I can kind of play the piano. Um, (laughs) I can color and mostly stay in the lines. I can kind of do some design stuff with the help of Canva. Um, and otherwise most of the stuff is just kind of on a whim, like this podcast. I don't really know. I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't use the edit tool whatsoever. I tried and it was a disaster. So this is just kind of like a, we go for it or we don't. And if we mess up, we mess up. I mean, most of you guys know me personally. So, you know, that's just kind of the way life is. (laughs) But anyway, I just, I guess my point of this is just when you do feel those feelings of jealousy and envy, obviously take it to confession, take it to prayer. Um, I've had some confessions really good confessions from priests, just like helping me through that and helping me realize that like God planned every little part of your life and that it is really easy to fall into those sins of comparison and just thinking God isn't for your good because this comparison, jealousy, envy can also lead to resentment. It can lead to hopelessness and like we need to hope in God. We have to have the hope that God is going to do these big things in our lives and that there is more to life than just life here on earth because there is. Um, And I think some of that kind of leads into even bigger topics. Um, But we know that God always wills the good and he will always have the good for us. And we always have to know that God knows the desires of our hearts because he put those desires on our hearts. And maybe we won't um, experience some of those desires here on this side of heaven or, and here on earth until we get to heaven. Um, or, and sometimes things just don't come on the timing we think they should be coming on. Like most of my friends were married by the time we were 25 and now they have two or three kids. And I always swore that's what my timeline was going to be, but here I am 28 and yeah, that's where that's at, (laughs) but that's okay. Because he called me to a different path. Um, There's a reason why I've been single all these years. And on the daily nothings, Courtney kind of talked about that, that God literally wants you to be single right now. So like God wants me to be single right now. And there's a purpose for it. And there's a reason for it. It's not that he is mad at me or angry at me. It's just part of his plan for me. Same with my friends who are moms. 
they are supposed to have those three kids right now. They're supposed to have the two kids, the one kid be pregnant or not be pregnant right now. And there's a reason for it all. And I believe sometimes in the waiting is when he's calling us higher and when he's calling us closer to him. Um, Because in the waiting, we have to have hope. We have to trust. We have to know that he has good things for us. And I believe that's kind of how we are on earth. We have to hope. We have to trust. We have to know he has good things for us past this earth in heaven and waiting for us. Um, Because it's so easy to get wrapped up in this life, in the material things, in wanting more and needing more and just being addicted to more. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I look around at my apartment and I'm like, I could get rid of so many things, but I have such a hard time doing it because I always think, well, what if I need it? And it's like, girlfriend, if the world will end tomorrow, you ain't going to need any of this. Or if you would die tomorrow, your parents are just going to have to go through it. (laughs) Friends, you're going to inherit a bunch of houseplants. You heard it here first. If I ever die, all my friends get my houseplants. (laughs) So, and you better not kill them. I'm just going to tell you that. (laughs) Just kidding. But it's so, everything's just dust here on earth that... When we do pass away, when we do move on, or if the end of time does come in my lifetime, none of this is going to matter. None of the things I have are going to matter. The $5,000 I do or don't have in my bank account, who cares? No one's going to care. Which I can say that now being, I'm going to disclaimer, I can say that having less than that because I'm single and it's just me. We're working on it. (laughs) A little glimpse into Megan's financials. (laughs) Not really. But yeah, so finances or the car. I drive a 2010 Chevy Malibu and I love it. Do I wish sometimes I had a bigger vehicle? Of course. Do I get a little jealous when my friends buy new vehicles? Like ones I want? Uh, Yeah, then I start to look at vehicles. Um, (laughs) But it doesn't matter. God doesn't care what kind of car I drove. He doesn't care that I have a small TV. That's not a smart TV, even though I want a smart TV and just so many other things like my Stanley cup. I have sitting here. God doesn't care if I have a Stanley cup or if I have a knockoff one, which I will tell you, I did find a knockoff brand called plunge mugs. That is pretty comparable to a Stanley. Um, it's only $25 shipped instead of $50 plus shipping. Um, and it's the same same amount. And if some of you who don't know what a Stanley mug is, it's those big tumblers everyone carries around with a handle. So yeah, I love mine. Not going to lie, but it is nice that there's other options out there. Anyway, just trying to give you some tips for life. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I just, it's hard to not fall into those three things every now and then. Um, I'll admit I still fall into them every now and every now and again, um, because sometimes there are things I wish I could change about my life, but I know that God has the best things planned for me. Even if right now I can't really see it and I can't really express or feel the way, or I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. (laughs) Um, even if I can't feel his presence in prayer or see him really working right now in my life, I know he's working behind the scenes and that, Eventually, it will all make sense, even if it's a couple years from now. Because even now, like the past 10 years, just recently I realized there was a reason for something that happened in my past. And it took 10 years for me to figure it out, which is 
wild and I think God was trying to show me it all along but I was just like I can't see you or like DW memes where it's like she has a sign on like Arthur's door or whatever and she goes well that sign ain't gonna stop me because I can't read (laughs) that's my favorite (laughs) but yeah he takes his time because he knows that the timing is perfect and he knows what timing is perfect for our lives and so like in prayer to kind of help fight this I pray to him and I say, Lord, like, you know, what's best for me. You know, what's best for my life and what timing is best. I think I know what's best, but I know it's not what's best. So yeah, I highly encourage you that if you are struggling with like envy, jealousy, comparison to take it to the Lord and kind of find really where that is rooted. Um, Because for me, it was rooted in the fact that I just didn't trust him and that I was scared that I was going to end up alone But then when I realized that really ultimately I'm seeking him, I'm seeking Jesus is who I'm seeking and I'm always going to be seeking him no matter if I'm in a relationship or not, that I kind of realized that, you know, like, Lord, you do have what's best for me planned out and you do know what's best. So if I don't get married here, if I don't get married, then that'll be okay because I know one day I will be sharing eternal happiness with him in heaven. Because we're always searching for the next thing. And the next thing we're always searching for is Jesus. We're always looking for heaven. We always are striving for heaven. Because I could be happy as can be married to someone, but I'll still be wanting the next thing. Which we're always, like I said, we're always wanting the next thing. And that next thing is heaven. That's what we're always searching after. Even though in my life right now, I could say, well, I want to date someone. But then when I'm dating someone, I'll be like, okay, well, I'm ready, like, if they're the right person, obviously, I'm ready to be engaged. And then I'm ready to be married. Then I'm ready to have kids. And then what? Okay, grandkids. But then after that, you're just one thing after another. Okay, so the kids are gone. Retirement. The next thing, the next thing, the next thing until the next thing is death. And it's Jesus. And heaven. So we're always striving for the next thing without really realizing that what we're striving for and looking for and thirsting for is Jesus. And I think some of us have that figured out. We know that's who we're striving for. And when you kind of figure that out, your life kind of changes. Because even five years ago, actually, probably two years ago, I struggled with being single and not being married. Because For some reason, I thought that that was going to bring the best joy and happiness that I've ever had in this life. But marriage is hard. (laughs) From what my friends have said, engagement's hard. And everything in life is hard. And you're always going to be wanting the next thing. Just because you have what you want, the next thing you want, doesn't mean you're not going to continually want something. So know that you are valid in those feelings of envy and jealousy. However, do not let them fester. Do not brood on them. Do not let them take root because the devil likes that and he likes to use that envy and jealousy to turn into hatred. And we don't want any of that because we just know that he wants you to hate people and then eventually hate God and then be stuck with him forever because he's stuck where he's at, which kind of sucks. But that's his fault. He made this choice. But we have a choice to make too. And we need to be making these choices here on earth because once we die, we can't repent. We can't redo our lives. We can't decide, 
oh shoot, I'm not going to heaven, so I need to change what I did on earth. No, it doesn't work that way, unfortunately. So we have to do our work here on earth, here in this life, for what we want in the next life. Now, I'm not saying that if you do everything perfect, you're going to snap, go to heaven right away. Because we do need cleansing of our souls. Um, We'll probably spend time in purgatory. I probably will. My goal is heaven. So that's probably where I'm going to end up. But am I going to try everything I can to not spend as much time in there? Heck yeah. Um, And so, yeah. I just think that it's important to kind of take an inventory of your life sometimes, especially, like I said, if you are dealing with these feelings and kind of find where that is rooted. Once you find where some of your like feelings of anger, mistrust, um, different things like that, when you find where they're rooted at and maybe like a pinpointed situation or um, just different things that have happened in your life, you can really pray into that with God and enter that hurt or anger, hatred, and figure out why and really enter into those feelings and then get to the bottom of it and then eventually uproot those deep roots of hatred. And then once you uproot them, the uprooting is not fun. I'll tell you that. It is not fun. It is emotional. It is stressful. And most of the time, you don't feel like sharing with other people. And yeah, I didn't really share with other people because it was kind of a personal thing between me and Jesus when I was going through it. And I'm still not going to share everything about it. But through it, I have found that life is just incredible. And God is incredible. And the fact that like he willed me to be here on this earth right in this moment is just incredible. Um, so yeah. That's about all I got for this week. I don't know if that really went together, but it kind of did. I get on a soapbox and I like talking. So yeah. Anyway, I hope everyone has a great weekend. Thank you for joining me for episode five. We will be back in two weeks with episode six. um, And I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So I hope you guys, yeah, enjoyed. Mother Mary, pray for us.